Hello and welcome to the year of share 2023. And now, let's go balls deep and meet this week's presenters. Now recording. Welcome to episode 8 of the Year of Shame Challenge 2023. I am your host, Cy Stevens, and joining me this month is Mr. Ross Grieve. Hello. Mr. Gav. How are you doing, guys? You okay? And because we're no longer playing the drinking game of Dave, of when we mention him, because we'd all be in the fucking hospital, we have the mystery guest this month of Dave. Mr. Dave Selfell, how are you doing? All good, all good. I should add that when we say we're not playing the drinking game, we are actually doing a beer tasting while recording this. So if things go downhill quick, you'll know why. I'm I used to nothing. be teetotal until I started playing with you cunts. And there's the first C bomb. <laughs> <laughs> We're allowed yeah, four, aren't we? Mm, yeah, there's four offers this time. Four offers this time. That's a fucking miracle, isn't it? That's. I just thought, you know, we started last year, and Neil pledged that he was going to put money into a swear jar, which never materialised. Which is probably why he's still got a house at the moment. <laughs> No, it's all right, Dave. We pledge to have four hosts every month, and that's when we went by the bayside as well. So, at this point, I should pull off my mask. I am, in fact, Jay Stokes. <laughs> I say it every month. Maybe, maybe we'll slip in halfway through the recording. <laughs> so, how are we all doing, gentlemen? How are all our piles and things of what's new in the world of yours? Oh, means are falling off day by day. Not too bad. Same old, same old. Mine's going in reverse. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to this, Dave. You're now out of the uh, the wilderness of the year of shame, so your piles are getting bigger and bigger again. I would imagine. Yeah, they're proper knobby styles at this point. Okay, we've just got our first host for next year. Okay, so let's start by a little different. Let's have a couple of questions to start it off. So, Kyle Dixon has asked if you have played remakes where content has changed rather than just a, being a graphical spruce up. How do they compare to your fondness of the originals? Also, please talk about the PS Porto impressions. I can see from these faces that this is something that's not happened. I, I was just going to say, it, it depends on whether it's the original studio that's done it. If the original studio has done it, and they do something they had in mind, but were perhaps limited graphically in the original, I think that's fine. Um but a remaster or remake just has to be a graphical spruce up, doesn't it? Otherwise, I think you run the risk of it ending up like um, one of the Star Wars prequels and uh, not the good ones. I mean, you're, you know all about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, that's like an <laughs> example. It's that, a graphical that's spruce up every year. <laughs> no, but well, I, I mean, actual Modern Warfare, you've you've got the remake of it. And that yeah. wasn't just, that was like a, effectively a new story, new voice cast for the most part. I've done that with two. You've got three coming. The multiplayer is um, using the same maps, um, and they are they changed slightly, but ever so slightly, just to reflect the new uh, weapons and, and the ways of playing it. Um, but you know, it, it is essentially the same uh, maps. The weapon classes are broadly the same, so it, it is just really a spruce up rather than 
trying to reinvent the wheel on that. So I think that that's why it worked quite well, or at least it does for me anyway. And it was opinions vary. The only remake I think I've ever played was Gears of War. They remember they did a they did a new edition for was it the Xbox One? Oh, the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, I, that's the only one I've played. But that's because I, I'd never played like the first Gears of War when it was around. So I don't know if that was a just a graphical spruce up or it was an adding content type deal. I mean, I think you only find it's a graphical spruce up and all the DLC included. And I tend to avoid those sort of remakes because of that, because I've already, they've already had my money for the game once. And if you start playing games over and over again, that's when you start becoming hosts of the year of shame. I was going to say, I've got a good few of these to mention because Atari have been doing this recharged editions of their games. So there's things like Missile Command, Centipede, Yars Revenge, uh, there's loads of them. Uh, And they are more or less completely new games, which are very loosely based on, well, not very loosely, they are based on the old games. Um, But to all intents and purposes, they're new games, and I absolutely love all of them. As you know, I'm a complete retro head, so yeah. And another one, which uh, I've been playing quite a lot of recently, is... Llama Soft, you know, Jeff Minter, they did a complete remake, and it is a complete remake, it's effectively a new game of uh, Aka R. Now, you won't have heard of Aka R unless you're uh, a complete arcade fan, because basically it was a prototype arcade machine, and there are only three arcade machines of it ever made, really, and it didn't do well in testing. Um, it's an interesting story that the only way you could get it on MAME now is because somebody went in there to do a refurb, cleaned up all the chips and stuff, and happily, and just dumped all the chips while he was in there on one of the machines, and that's why the ROM exists. But yeah, um, that's a newly released game, and it's, it is a complete new game. So yeah, R, highly recommended. See, um, uh, the only remake I can really think of that I've played is... Uh, Need for Speed and I want to say Hot Pursuit I think we played that on a few Fridays and that's going back to I think that was originally was that Playstation 1 PS2 one of the Playstations it's fucking it's fucking ages old anyway Um, obviously that was a completely new game and I'll be honest I can't really remember fuck all about it other than having some fun on a Friday I do have one other to try at some point (laughs) we'll come on to that in a bit Um, what about uh, Demon Souls Dave was that no did you play that last? Yeah, it's that is a, as close as you're going to get. But again, it's more or less uh, a spruce up because everything that was in that is in the original. It just looks a damn sight better. I suppose you you could say the same with the other Dark Souls as well, couldn't you? There was the Dark Souls two. They did that Scholar of the Souls, uh, Scholar of the something edition, which was just like a remix of it. And then they came out with the, that Dark Souls Ultimate Edition recently. But it, it, it's all the same content. So, yeah, the content re- didn't really change. It's the same game. What was the tail end of that question? PS Portal impression. PS Portal. I've just looked to see what a fucking PS Portal is because not a fucking Scooby. I don't get the point of this. I, the, the, you could do this on any phone or any tablet and you can pair 
uh, you know, a dual sense control to it. So what's what's the point? That's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm just scanning through, and is it is just like a controller with a screen, so you can link into someone else's, well, or a PlayStation in your house? Yeah, you can't even. There's no like online streaming or anything like there is with Game Pass or anything. It's just it's a, just, a yeah, remote player, just your own. Yeah, that's it. Pointless. It's just yeah. saw a control in half and stick it either side of a Wii. Done. Uh, sorry, switch. <laughs> I think I think I think what you're meaning is it's pesh, Dave. Is what you was trying to say there, yeah? I, I just I don't see the use case. It's it's pointless. Why, no, it's, you know. and it's not a cheap. Was it two hundred notes? Two hundred quid, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's not going to be. Yeah, I don't think any of us are going to be jumping on that one. You need a PlayStation to start with, and also then my son's got a PlayStation Five, so technically I suppose I could get that. And then I take it it streams what's on his PlayStation Five. It's not like he can play one game and I can play another. It's like we're playing the same game. You're basically just accessing that PlayStation Five wherever you may be. I suppose they might add like you know the equivalent of what PS Now is. You know, you know with the the higher tiered PS Plus subscriptions they might add that down the line i would i think they'd be an idiot not to there used to be something on the pc that because i remember this for the play at ps4 that you could stream your ps4 to your pc as long as it was on the same network and you could also do it remotely if you were off in a hotel or something you could like stream it to a laptop yeah. you can still do that yeah and can you do that with a ps5 yeah there's a ps remote app so if you've got a PC, that makes it even more... Yeah, but if you sat on your PC, why are you streaming your PlayStation? Just plug it into the monitor and play it. You... Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking along the lines of, like, if I... Well, I was... Well, I, my PC's in the same room as the TV. So if the wife was watching something, I could still play the PlayStation game just by just streaming it to the, the PC. And then I suppose if you can do that the PS5, I can do the same as the portal with a PC that I could stream my boy's PS5 to my PC. But the thing is with that... I... This, this use case, I don't know if it applies to anyone else, but if I tried playing a game while we're, I was sat in the same room with my wife while she was watching telly, she'd be like, go and bugger off or don't do that while uh, while we're doing something. Uh, see, yeah. as long as I've got headphones on, I don't talk with people. Yeah, I mean, that's I just that's where I come out in my little shed. It's like, we established know, this last well, month, I don't do people. Yeah, nah, not definitely not something I'll be... Uh, well, I've not got a PlayStation 5 anyway, so that's kind of a moot point, but it's not something I'd even fucking consider. I think, if anything, you're going to go and buy a new controller. Go and buy a new controller. Have two controllers. Is this where we are in the world now that if you're doing coach co-op, you want someone to fuck off into a different room? Well, no, not for coach co-op. That's, it's in the name, surely. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm thinking, because that, that's the only thing I can think of. Why? What is the point of it, then? It's like it's to play the game in another room with someone. It's so you can play on the toilet, isn't it? That's why. Yeah, fucking hell. That's why they've got invented a pause button. Not that you can do playing games at work. And I've never done anything like that, ever. What about on the toilet at work? Never. Never. I, I don't use the toilet at work. <laughs> See, as I've worked at home for the last 12 years. Not, not a problem. He <laughs> just rolls the commode. We're going to move on from that question because at this rate, we're going to be here till the fucking 31st of December with this one episode. Kev Atkinson asks, what is your go-to movie? When everything else just isn't good enough or you're not in the mood, what do you watch? For him, it's Star Wars and New Hope. Okay. Oh, it's New Hope. So it's episode four. That's not too bad. And more recently, Ready Player One. Dave, what's your go-to movie? Uh, probably Aliens, to be honest. Aliens or Pulp Fiction normally give me a good... Uh, or or some sort of music documentary-type film. They're just normally on rotation. Sure. Uh, Gav? 
Um, I love V for Vendetta, mate. One of my favourite films. Really enjoy that. So it's good. You can uh, watch it again and again and uh, still good. And Ross? Um, I'm going to go with the, the, the backup answer, which is Terminator 2. Um, <laughs> the, the actual answer is um, Legally Blonde, but um, crack on. I fucking, I fucking love Legally Blonde. I don't know why. It's just fun. For me, it's not a go-to movie. It's one of those things, it's a movie that if it's on our watch, whether it's been started four minutes ago, an hour ago, is the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, nice. I can watch that. No matter, I, I wouldn't even sit down and watch it, but you know, like flicking through, you know, it's always on fucking film four. If yeah. you get to film four at some point, you know you've got a good chance of seeing the Shawshank Redemption. And no matter what point it's at, yeah, that's staying on. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the ending of Shawshank about 50 times. Uh, quite a lot of the <laughs> sort of Friday nights all going after like gears and beers going the wife's fucking sat watching it again because it's been on tv when she's been getting ready to go to bed i think it took me about four or five times to watching it before i actually saw the beginning of it okay so let's move on to our pile progress we all seem to think they're falling off apart from poor old dave who's getting worse by the day so let's start this off with you ross uh what have you knocked off your pile this month I've, well, maybe four or five piles have just been flicked. Um, obviously, I was halfway through Gears Judgment on the last recording, so we finished that off um, and then went straight into Gear 4. Went straight through that, and we're now over halfway through Gears 5. The other side, that's that's, that's sort of our um, co-op nights. Uh, if I've got time on my own... Um, which I've had a little bit of lately. I've actually, well, um, a certain Mr. Watley basically shamed me, shamed my shame having not actually put on my PlayStation at all this year. So I booted up Spider-Man, which I think it was maybe about four or five hours in it. Um, and then I just fucking went balls deep, blasted through it. Full story. Never done all the collectibles and shit because there's a fuck ton and I really don't give a shit because there's not a nice achievement point associated with it. Trophies are bollocks. Um, that that said, um, after Spy Day, I finally booted up a uh, Ghost of Satsuma because I cannot fucking say Shushita. Ghost of Shushima. Again, that was, that was kind of off the back of Watley. He, he had messaged and said something like, because uh, I've got two copies out, I need to play it twice. Uh, I was like, come on, it's probably time. So I put it on and I did not stop playing. I was playing it when I really shouldn't have been playing it. I'll let you guess when that was. Um, but I put something like 60 hours into it in the space of five, six days. And that's all nice and finished. <laughs> uh, but uh, what a fucking game that was, man. That awesome. Uh, one of these games that I, after Elden Ring, I kind of fell off of the whole open world games side of stuff. It was just uh, all these maps. I mean, even Spidey. Spidey got a bit uh, boring um, towards the end. Just this fucking massive map covered in icons. Um, but no, Go Ghost of Tsushima, that was just perfect. I went and done as much as I could. Uh, there's a couple of shitty wee trophies that are left over, but as I say, I'm not that hung up on them. Um, but yeah, what what a fucking game. And that's 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 me for the month. Nice. Well, you mentioned Gears there. What do you think of the, the, the new Gears trilogy? there's gears so it's awesome i knew there was like there's an element of people that just like it's not gears it's not gears but I... they're different um uh, character wise i'm no i'm not that hung up about the sort of main mainstay which is kate i mean she's got a story but gears for me is always the original sort of four delta squad um right. even even to the point with judgment it's like you've got half of them but you need 
You need Marcus. That's he is Gears of War uh, in my book. And if they kill him off a fucking riot, if they kill Cole a riot, they can kill anybody else. I don't care. But um, have you got to the snow levels yet in Gears? Oh, 5? I've, I've I've played I've played I've played Gears Five before. I'm doing this uh, co-op way where I'm. Ah, right, okay. Um, so yeah, that fuck it. There's a, there's a certain boss in those snow levels. That's fuck it. A brilliant boss fight. Um, to the point, I think we actually went and helped some someone else out one Friday night when we were sort of very, very drunk. I think that was Stella. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Stella had been stuck on it and playing it on a stupidly hard difficulty that you just shouldn't entertain as a first playthrough. Um, so I think it was me and me and Monty jumped into our game, not realising that it was only three-player co-op, because that's apparently a cool thing to do these days. Um so I, I went the 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 dude uh, and Monty got stuck as the wee robot going about while well, there's this big fucking horde matriarch thing running about smash smash smash. It's like try fucking <laughs> throwing coppers at the fucking Hulk. Talking about that weird robot, you know, right at the start of Gears Five, it's a different robot called Dave. I just thought yeah. the game just knew my name <laughs> at that point. It was freakish. You thought he was saying that you're a shame drinking game. <laughs> yeah. Even Gav's finished uh, Gears 5, you know, one of the five <laughs> games he's ever finished. I think I, I think I remember that snow level boss that, that we played. I think I was playing it with, with Dave and there was a lot of swearing involved, a lot of resets and reloads. And uh... Talking of which, Gav, that's one that we really have to get done. We have to finish that last DLC. The... Hive Busters. Hivebusters, that's it. That was I've done Hivebusters just when it came out, but let's say I never never done Gears Five uh, or Four in co-op. Um, whereas Gears Gears One to Three, I mean Gears Three was one of my first midnight launches. Like shorty buying the Xbox Three Sixty at midnight launch. Gears Gears Three first first game that I actually went and stood like a fucking twat outside the game station waiting on it opening. And the best part was um already had the game because it got delivered the, the day before, but I went for the wee competition and multiplayer that I lost. Should have sent Phil. And what about you, Gav? How are your piles? I'm still loving the uh COD World Warfare 2 mate. Just finished the um last season of that. They've now started the last one just before they're gonna um, kick off Modern Warfare 3. Uh, to be honest, I've been having some fun uh, with some DMZ nights with Matt Spinks because uh, I hadn't really tried that game mode too much. Um, and before it was just full of cocks and twats and assholes. And, um, but they seem to have sort of dissipated off to back to Warzone and Fortnite. So it's just really enjoyable at the moment. We had some really good fun on there for a couple of nights. Twats and assholes were replaced by another couple of twats and assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the balance was still, you know, maintained. Other than that, still plod my way through um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I'm surprisingly really enjoying, actually. Um, I know it was suggested to start with some other ones, but I sort of decided I'd pick one that sort of appealed to my favourite sort of historical period and stick with that. I'd be more likely to stick with it. So played a little bit more Genesis of Ivan, not a lot. Um, but also had some fun on Among Us, which is still just fun and hand-to-hand and good fun, particularly when you're pissed. Can I, can I just chip in there? I uh, I checked uh, Gab's gamer scores yesterday because uh, I thought, how's, how's he doing on his Joker, Jedi Survivor? Turns out he's actually got uh, 15 more gamer score in Peppa Pig than he has on his <laughs> Joker. <laughs> oh, shame. 
The things I do for Microsoft points. The things I do for Microsoft points. That's all I'm saying. How much has he got on Peppa Pig? I'm wondering if he's got more on Peppa Pig than I got on my Joker. 80 Ah, game score on Peppa Pig and 65 on Jedi. (laughs) But if Ross knows how easy it is to get gamer score on Peppa Pig, that's what he's playing next. I'm not fucking touching Peppa Pig. Why would I play Peppa Pig? I'd rather play Paw Patrol. Thank you very much. Okay. Now, this is probably a weird question because we're going to say you'll be available to buy all the new games you want now, Dave. But I can guarantee you've bought all the new games from 1982. So, what have you been playing recently? I've had quite a good good month, really. I've, uh, again, obviously, the most of these are, are quite new. Um, I'm going to knock the retro on the head, apart from Akaar, which I mentioned earlier, which is... Uh, you know, a new game. So, uh, starting off, uh, I saw Exo Primal on Game Pass. Um, got into that. I absolutely adored this game. I have sunk huge amounts of time into this just because it's a game that you can play for a quick blast. And then uh, there's been a lot going on at home lately. Uh, so, it's been perfect for just a quick wind down. Uh, basically, if you don't know what this is, it's you, you're dumped in a level with four teammates and there's also an opposing team of five players and you play mech suits and you define a role. You're either a tank, a DPS or a support. And then basically you have waves and waves and waves of dinosaurs dropped on you. Yeah, the plot is absolutely ludicrous. It's brilliant. So you fight along, like basically racing the other team through this like PvE trial type of thing and then when you get to the end if you're a bit in front you can sometimes summon in a giant rap, a giant dinosaur to bring against the other team and then you end up having like a pve fight at the end over some sort of objective but as the game as you play the game more and i think a lot of reviews and a lot of people who've been slagging this off haven't actually played more than an hour or so because you very rapidly see changes in the game, like you get 10-player PvE missions and you get things like, they're basically like mini-raids from Destiny that you all do together. It's it's absolutely superb. I love it. It is monetized to hell, but you don't have to spend a penny. I haven't spent anything at all. So, yeah, brilliant. Love that. Completed that. Done the campaign. Done the story. Unlocked all the things. Still going back to it. Still playing it. They still keep adding more to it, so I'm going to keep playing Second one, I posted about this on the group, but um, I went back and played the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition. Now, this is the weirdest game to describe of all time. It's basically, you do the same thing over and over again. You, you, you sort of wake up from your job and realise everybody has left your office building. So every single time starts again. You you do exactly the same thing, but like the decisions you make, yeah. But there's a narrator talking over the top of you the whole time, and he'll be saying, "Stanley, turn left at this junction," and you can you can either turn left and follow what he says, or you can just not, and then the narrator just absolutely starts going off on one <laughs> at you. And every every little change that you make to this routine through every day, every scenario. It just gets weirder and weirder and stupider and more outlandish. It's absolutely one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Nothing is like it. Nothing. No other game. Incredible. And I, d- I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't want to spoil anything if anybody's playing it. But uh, yeah, I really belly laughing laughs in that game. How's your gamer score on it? <laughs> ah, 
There's two achievements in it I am not getting. One, I may be dead by the time I actually get it because it's uh, it's not played the Stanley Parable for 10 years is one of the achievements. Oh, was this the one that was in the group chat of how to set your time on your, your PC? Well, you can do it on PC and other things, but you can't do it on the Xbox. And then the other one is uh, play the Stanley Parable for an entire Tuesday. Yeah, I think I did read with that one. You can do like multiple Tuesdays it doesn't have to be like one whole Tuesday you can do like two hours each Tuesday for 12 Tuesdays you like um. it's gone <laughs> <laughs> I played another game past game of course called Venba now this is a nice story about a, a couple who moved to Canada it's about their life growing up um, and it's basically an Indian cooking simulator I have never ever been so hungry after playing this game I was starving after it just really nice story really interesting mechanisms of you cooking the food and stuff it's just not not for everyone but a brilliant like few hours to just pass by and uh, enjoy like the next one which is a short hike this is like a game where you basically play a penguin exploring an island uh flying around talking to people a la animal crossing doing some parkour and some basic platforming just very short very lovely Highly recommended to anyone that can play it. Lovely. So fifth game this month is Planet of Lana. This is, I think it's made by half, the other half. One person made, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It was like Limbo and Inside and you went through Glastonbury and things like that. It was on Game Pass. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So this is a 2D puzzler. Uh, very nice, very light and bright, this one. Um, not too scary for the young ones. Not Certainly not as grim as Limbo or Inside. Highly recommended. Again, not too long. Fully completed that one. Go and play it if you can. Next one, a Jedi Survivor I was going to touch on. Although Gav hasn't been playing it, I have absolutely played the, the, the balls off it. I did the full 1,000 gamer score on that, which took me three days, 20 hours. So I played a lot of that game. Um, and the last completion was just a couple of days ago. I wanted to complete it before it came off Game Pass, and that is Tinykin. Yay. Yeah, I know Ross has played this through. This is basically like what happens if a platforming game, it takes two and Pikmin have a baby. It's a shame it's just going off Game Pass because I recommended this to quite a few people and they've they've all started playing it and said how much they love it. It's wonderful. So yeah, I blasted through that. Some of the, you have to collect pollen in various places as well, which is some of the collectibles and they are hidden in the most utterly demonic <laughs> evil hidden places it took me a long time to find those so uh, there you go that's a quick blast my total for the year by the way because i asked you the question last month i have finished 31 games this year them's fighting duck yeah. we're pretty much neck and neck i think what was our i think i'm at 32 233 yeah but yours tend to be long epics like ghost of jishima <laughs> and mine the things like cook a curry in vember that's the thing that's what i fucking love about your, your your sort of the games you're playing it's all just totally fucking random there's no like you know it's not just one genre there's like that's what gaming is for me gaming isn't like just playing a first person shooter or shooty bang bangs it's playing everything one week i could be playing a text adventure the next one i could be playing a vr dancing game 
game, you know, it's it's all good. it's just games to me, all of them. Dabbles again. I was touching on this. I've got right back into like the Jeff Minter Lamatron type games again. So Akar Tempest Four Thousand, and I dug out a sixteen-year-old XBLA game the other day called Space Giraffe. This is like Tempest, but I've never understood how to play it. But it suddenly clicked. 16 years later, I finally got an achievement in it. <laughs> so I'm quite happy now. See, there's hope for the Stanley Parable yet. <laughs> uh, there's, there's also another game released this week. It's, uh, it's an arcade game. A ve- again, a very obscure arcade Atari game called Quantum, where you used to you did a trackball and you sort of draw lines around things. It was an old vector, vector screen game. So... Atari did one of those recharged versions of that this week, which I've not picked up, but I've firmly got my eye on. But I, I was absolutely convinced that Jeff Minter and Lamasoft were going to be making that. But now my money's on, I think they're going to remake iRobot. So let's see. A gentleman's sporting bet. <laughs> Diablo 4, Rossi's <laughs> Joker. <laughs> I, I'm going to swear quite badly, but fuck me, that game is boring. It is so boring. It's the first Diablo I've ever dropped off. It's just grey. It's dull. It's never ending. It's plodding. I don't like anything about it. I've di- I've actually uninstalled it. You know that Kath McCauley's just taken a contract out on you now. I lo- I've loved all the other Diablos, but I just I just I just hate Diablo Four. I just think it's really really boring. It's like you go back to when it first came out. Everyone. Like everywhere you looked, Diablo, 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 nah, nah, nah. and I know they made some some poor decisions around balancing and stuff. But um, right now, when was the last time anyone, like even on MLG, when was the last time anybody mentioned Diablo? No, just, really. Nah. The only thing, the only time I enjoyed that, I'll tell a lie, is when we played, we had those two parties running. So we had two groups of four, and we were all in the same chat. We weren't playing together; like two groups were separate. But that was really fun. I have to say that was really fun, but I didn't have a clue what was going on. I couldn't follow the story because it was shit going off everywhere. You can't you can't play the game through like that unless you stick together and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's the only time I enjoyed it. Straight after that, I just lost the will and, and it got deleted fast. Anyway, I loaded up Cyberpunk last night actually because uh, i wanted to see how it plays because you know those games come over the weekend with a lot of coming soon stuff and things it showed the phantom liberty dlc for that and it just looked unbelievable it was like watching a film in places it, i couldn't believe how good it looked so i thought is this real is it, you know is the xbox version going to leave up to the pc yeah pretty much it looks unbelievable now it plays well so i think i'm going to get back on that horse now yeah. It's goodbye, 100 hours. Last two, both uh, more mech games. Um, I bought a remake of... It's an old... Did you ever play a SNES game called Cybernator? Or uh, Assault Suits Vulcan? It's basically a big heavy mech 2D shooty game. Really great. Been playing the remake of that on the Switch. Uh, and the last one is brand new one from FromSoft. I've only played about... Well, I've technically played two hours. I've played an hour of the game which was up to the first boss. It's got a boss that is going to make people rage quit and throw the controllers through the screen, the first boss. It's it's hard. Anyway, so I killed him after an hour. Dave, what's the game called? Armoured Core 6. Oh, I'm sorry. But then, for my second hour of playing, um, was just me trying to make the MLG badge (laughs) as a decal in the game. I've got it mostly done, but it basically looks like a big knob in a circle at the moment. So, yeah, I I need to get that finished. 
Uh, anyway, I think I'd better stop there now because my list, as always, is never ending and could go on all night. Okay, then. So there's no point asking me what I've played because it's the middle of fuck all. We're still in the, the down Yeah, oh, Yeah, totally. It, I've... I booted up. I literally started playing a game this afternoon because I thought, well, I better have, to have one game to speak about, and that was Motorsport Manager. And I played it for an hour. and went, yeah, that's that's exactly what it sounds like. It's a Formula One management game. Which I mean, fuck me, Formula One is one of the most boring sports in the world. It's just literally watching cars going uh, round and round in circles, and it's like unless it rains, mate, and then it's just you know random. Right? Yeah. Then it's random, but then this is a computer game, so it's literally just watching little graphical cars going round and round and round, and it's just like yeah. Yeah, that's as boring a ship. So yeah, the downer still continues. I mean, that actually sounds a bit more entertaining than actually going to see Formula One. Though. You get like you get you get to see what twenty cars every minute and a half. I did notice that Sai has now revealed his Steam profile. And my profile was always there. It's just he wasn't my friend. Even when you were your, your friend, mate, it wasn't uh, available. Well, I can't remember changing anything other than my friends. I mean, I actually did it through the show. I was looking through the settings, and I was like, no, that's that's fine. That's fine. There's like the only thing that was was that my profile is only available to friends, and it's just like, oh fuck's sake. But yeah, my profile's available and. And it's still not many fucking games being played. I, th- I think if you're still in that glut, mate, I think there needs to be a poll going up with uh, some suggestions. Of what oh, you and your take. fucking polls. Fucking hell. Yeah, the downer is fucking full on. It's... Okay, the only other thing that I have been playing, and this is how memorable it is, it was basically a ditched, was Mark of the Ninja, which was a remake, which kind of leans into that question from earlier about playing remakes. It goes to show how fucking memorable it was. It was ditched after about 20 minutes. It's... I remember buying the original on is it the Xbox Arcade when it was points rather than money values on that system. It was one of the Arcade of the Week games, and I think I picked up for like 800 points there, and I played about 20 minutes and thought, this is shit. So when I bought a PC, I thought, oh, I've never played, finished that. Let's buy that. And then I played it last month and went, yeah, I didn't play it because it was fucking shit. It is not shit. <laughs> Simon, have some strength to power through. I reckon as soon as you break the seal, you'll be well back into the games. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't doubt it. And it's it, it's normally one game catches me and then it's like, yeah, definitely. And I'm all back into it. But I've always had this problem of if I've played a really good game, everything I play. I mean, I'm even like it in with TV shows. If I watch a really good TV show, every TV show that I watch afterwards is like, nap, can't be asked for this. And I'm the same with games. It's like, nap, not grabbing me. Nope, not grabbing me. That's why I do the thing of every anytime I play a big game, I have to play a huge slew of palate cleansers, just completely different. What, what Ross was saying about playing different genres and things i have to i can't go from one big game to another big game just can't no i i've never been like that i can't and i can't play multiple games it's like you know like you guys are saying oh i play this on a tuesday and i play this on a friday and i'm playing this game and i can't do that i've literally got to play one game because if i try and play a second game the control system goes out of my head for every other game that i've tried to play and well you can take dying light 2 for instance that me and gav have been playing now alan we've been playing for, for months we only play once a week like yeah every single tuesday it's how do you jump how do you do this again <laughs> what how do you do that attack <laughs> so it's basically like alzheimer's for half well, this, an hour this is this is not just me mate this is dave and this is our other mate gals as well uh, everyone forgets something how do you use a grenade how do you use a med, med kit and it's like i think i've played the tutorial of games more times than any game developer has expected you to play the tutorial of their game if a game's got a skip tutorial option, I skip it every time. 
I think I've played a tutorial that I didn't hop in the last 10 years. I was just, and that's why I get to the end of games and then discover that if you press B at certain opportunities, you get a unique move or some shit. You know, one of those. I'm sure it's been been posted like a few times in MLG. It's like, what is something you learned about a game way after you finished it or something? And the amount of times it's like, that's that was in the tutorial and I fucking skipped over it. Okay, so let's ask a few more questions before we go on to another section. Um, Blair Ferguson has asked, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He's asking for a friend. Well, technically, the official answer is compared to beavers, groundhogs or woodchucks are not adept at moving timber, although some will chew wood. A wildlife biologist once measured the inside volume of a typical woodchuck burrow and estimated that if wood filled the hole instead of dirt, the industrious little fucker would have chucked about 700 pounds worth. Mr. Dave Packer has asked if any of us have a circulation-based ailment in our name, e.g. Jason Strokes. Now, I, did, I didn't realise it was just a circulation ailment, so I tried to make one out of my name. Um, but I couldn't really find one. But I did find on Urban Dictionary that Thal is short, as in South Thal, is short for having three balls, a third ball. Always good to have a backup. Adam Edwards, the uh, the great Adamski, has asked, have you ever had a hiatus from gaming, no matter how brief? And if you did, what went in its place? A lot of fucking money if you're sorry. I see. I don't see it as a hiatus because I'm still trying. I'm trying to find that game that's going to just go reignite it. Yeah, but you've got to actually play them. I mean, you could say I'm trying to tame tigers, but I'm not actually doing anything. I'll tell you what's really hard. Is really hard at the moment. It's because there's one game I really, really want to play, and I know that if I do, that's the challenge over, and that's Football Manager. No, stay away from managers. Bad, yeah, bad managers. Ex- exactly. This is that's my problem. It's like I really want to play. It. I just want to play it. And I'm like, oh, I just want to play it for half an hour. I'm sure if I play that for half an hour, it'll clear the palette. I'll be fine. But also, I know before I know anything, it'll be the 30th of November. But there is an MLG Fantasy League. If you want to join that, mate, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, is is that a new that count as a new game? No, because apparently we're really anal about rules. I was just going to say, I did actually have a probably a hiatus from gaming of about eight years or so um, after leaving uni. Um, I didn't really play a lot of games until I got um, an Xbox 360 free with a mobile phone contract. You just get all of your Xboxes free, Gav. Have you paid for one? Can we just the last one? <laughs> I just paid confirm, for. Yeah. The last one I did pay for. Um, but no, I had a hiatus until um, I started playing FIFA Online with a um, uh, mate of mine, and uh, that got me back into gaming in a big way. I've never had even a slight break, apart, I suppose, from when I was an early teenager. I gave it up slightly to discover Girls and Cider, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, that's about it. But uh, I, 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 it wasn't a voluntary hiatus. Um... Basically, when me and my, my wife, now wife first got a house together, uh, we were quite poor. So we had one very old TV, like proper widescreen fucker, with the wee, you know, the wee guy inside that actually operating it for you because it weighed that fucking much. Ross, we know you're only about 23 or something. <laughs> uh, did, did, was this an old CRT or was this a flat screen? Oh, no, it was a CRT, you cheeky bastard. Well, no, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm from the old days when they weighed as much as a car and were sheathed in wood. This TV, to turn it on, we had to stick a matchstick into the power button because it was a physical, like, when you turned it on. Um, 
But anyway, I mean, it, you could still play games on it. You have to tune it in like old school analog pish. Um, but because just timing and stuff, like that was in the living room, didn't have space for another TV. So my Xbox was there. If the wife was home, the, the Xbox wasn't on. And it wasn't until like maybe a year later when we bought bought a house and I got my first little game room that I really started back up on gaming again. So, I mean, you're only talking about a year. And I was still playing, just not as much as I really wanted to. I just uh, watched a lot of shitty soap operas on TV and it was quite depressing. What you need is one of those new uh, Sony handheld devices. <laughs> was that where you got your liking for Legally Blonde for, mate? No, no, that's self-inflicted, man. Clearly has wet. Has he's asked two questions. Uh, so, firstly, do you know what the first game you are going on the first? I'm sure that's what. Do you know what's the first game you're going to buy on the first of January is? I reckon Dead Island Two, or possibly uh, you're a wizard, Harry, but without Harry, or maybe Jedi Survivor. <laughs> so much. I think I'm. I haven't got one set in stone yet for the first of January. I don't. I think it's going to be dependent on what games are what priced in the Steam Christmas winter sale at that point. Oh, yeah, I will say I am 100% buying the Vampire Survivors DLC because it pains me that other people have maxed that and mine's is sat with a not full gamer score. <laughs> that only costs you about 14 pence though, won't it? <laughs> yeah, I've had a look, it's like £1.34. I'm like, surely that doesn't account for a year of shame. That's a pound. I can't buy in for a pound. But nah, eh, or I mean, even the Cyberpunk DLC, because that's got to be fucking... Does, does this even work? I feel like I'm coming out of Year of Shame and I've got more to buy than I would have bought if I wasn't doing Year of Shame. And secondly, Julia's also asked, soundtrack of your gaming lives, do you remember that? What's your favourite gaming track? What a fucking throwback. Ah, fucking hell, that's Darren and Matt. Circa 2010? Yeah. Before we oh. did chip tunes, that, that, that was still in. No, I wasn't. I was just out of college and working. <laughs> so, gentlemen, what is your favourite gaming track? Favourite favourite gaming soundtrack has got to be Gran Turismo Two. Just list the stuff on there. Oh, mate, come on, you. You're, Better um, than uh, Grand Theft Auto Eighties. Forgot what it's called. Yeah, but you you had. Ash, Manson, Stereophonics, Cardigans. Yeah. See, Dave basically just stole my answer there. For <laughs> 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 me, it is a, Vice it's a, yeah, it but... a toss-up between Vice City and a Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was yeah. two fucking great tunes on it. Oh, that was an amazing soundtrack. I, I think my favourite two game soundtracks is probably... Borderlands 2 was just brilliant just for ambient. I have that on while I work quite a lot. Just brilliant soundtrack. Uh, again, oh God, I'm such a Llamasoft fanboy. The TXK or Tempest 2000 soundtrack. Um, yeah, I have that on a lot. It's proper sort of cheesy 90s disco. <laughs> it's great. So I, I, will, I will interject there that my, my favourite TV spot with music, it's got to be the, the original Gears of War. When Mad World came on, I mean, I actually seen that for the first time in a in a cinema, and that that was that sold me Gear of War. Like that was just fucking. I really liked the oh, what was the name of it? I I say this almost every month. It's one of my favorite games, and I can never remember the title of it. Um, 
It was one with the TV show, Defiance. Yeah, Defiance, they used, I think it was Imagine Dragons, Radioactive, for a live-action version of their trailer spot. That was a really nice trailer yeah, as well. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a cop-out, the ones with real band. I think you've got to pick one that's like an original soundtrack, really. We'll add a link to it in our show notes as well, but I know there is a Spotify playlist called Soundtrack of Your Gaming Lives, and it is every single track that was ever nominated in midlife gamer i think that answers that question okay next up we have the year of shame host ex host interrogation section so we've got questions for you dave so yeah well you didn't think you were gonna get away with this easily so first up what if anything did you learn from the your year of shame uh, that I really like buying games. I play way too many games. I really like talking, and I have a terrible accent. So not much then. No, nothing. Completely disaster, really. I just, I, it just made me buy more, like a rabid addict. Okay, that was the next question. Did it change how you bought games? Oh, you're fucking psychic. You're answering questions before we ask them. I only buy bargain now, so I don't. I won't buy anything full price. No, no, or pre-orders or anything. But yeah, a combination of buying things via um a vpn and microsoft points means my actual spend is very 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 low as your piles resurfaced i think we've discovered they pretty much have they yeah i'm clearing them off though to be fair not like you slackers who do who don't play anything at least me and ross are keeping the, the fire burning you've got 60 you've got 60 odd games to catch up to pick up with me and ross so get to it and what was the highlight of your year? That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last year. It was easily just having, you know, a, a monthly natter and all the stuff, you know, behind the scenes where you're chatting in your groups and things like that. It was, ju- it was just such a laugh doing it with those guys. I love them. Nice. That's excellent. Can you remember if you had a joker? Did you use a joker last year? Oh, yeah. My, my joker was predetermined, though, because I bought um, Elden Ring already. I knew I, I 100% knew it was going to be Elden Ring. So come March, it, 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 I spunked my joker. I remember that episode because no it's literally regrets. the alarms after alarm after alarm, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. And then Matt did and Neil did, actually, as well. I think Joe was the only one that didn't. Buy Elden Ring on his Joker. Eh? He didn't use his Joker at all. Hardcore bastard. <laughs> and was it worth it? Do you still play it? Well, no, because I absolutely smashed it and platinumed it. And I helped lots of the community do the same. So, yeah, it was. It, I love that because it was such a communal game. Even though we weren't playing with each other all the time, you know, it like co-op. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just constant discussion and, you know. And uh, watching each other on streams, helping each other through, tweaking builds and stuff. It was it was just brilliant. Yeah, basically, that's that's what I was hoping for when I spunked my Joker on Diablo this year. And it was for like the first two three weeks. It was like, oh, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But it was not nothing to the level of like Elden Ring. I mean, fucking even weeks weeks past, like everyone, like well, the the sort of you had your sort of first wave of everyone finishing it. And then I it got on a bit. Then you had like the likes of Watley streaming it, um, Spink he was streaming it, and it was just it was a constant flow. And it was like it was getting to re- relive it again. It was fucking it was brilliant. Just watching people go through what you've already been through. One of my favourite nights on Elden Ring was uh, it was St George's Day, 
and Watley was streaming it and he was stuck. So I dressed up as like a knight with a lance. I actually had to go and find a lance in the game and, and, and level it up and everything so I could join him. And I joined in as it's George. So and then we went round and we slayed every dragon in the game with me, just absolutely powering in. <laughs> it was just brilliant. That stream was. Right, one of our questions were, what have you been playing this year, David? We're not going to get you talking for another two and a half hours. This year, Christ help you, if I start down that route. <laughs> Go back to your sort of 1st of January splurge. What 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 was your sort of best purchase that you had missed? What was your favourite from everything that you bought come 1st of January? I'll tell you what it was. Easy, this one. And I didn't even buy it this year. Uh, I bought a copy of um, Dying Light 2 the year before I started, just before I started The Year of Shame. So I knew that I was going to have Elden Ring as my Joker. And so even though I'd paid money, the key, because the game didn't come out until my Year of Shame was happening, so I decided that it wasn't valid, unlike some people, Destiny, um, that... I would honour that. So when it rolled around, we were really eager to to jump on that, and that has easily been the best thing. And I didn't even buy it this year. Like I said, I bought it in 2021. <laughs> so that seems a long time ago, but that's the best. And then I think, um, I think easily Jedi Survivor after that is the game I've enjoyed most just because I liked being in that world. Come back and... Come back in two weeks once you've played Starfield, hopefully. I don't I don't think it'll hit me the same because I just really enjoyed messing about in Star Wars Star Wars World at Wells World. <laughs> I mean part of me is I was hoping I mean this is probably hope more for us with Starfield than we've just hoped it's gonna be a fucking bug ridden mess for a couple of months. Oh no, it's Bethesda, it's going to be, isn't it? If it lasts a couple of months, that's going to put us to what November, and that would be the nice time for us to pick it up. I mean, you can't do like... something on that scale without it being a mess, can you? I mean, as you say, it's Bethesda. It's I've I've kind of got an issue with Starfield. It's not released in January. No, um, I technically own it. Well, there's no technicality about it. I do own it. Um, so it was my birthday last week, and for the first time ever, I didn't get one. One game, I got three. <laughs> so I'm at this kind of conundrum right now, where one, they say fuck he's on, because <laughs> it's rude. I can't, I can't turn, I can't turn the gift away. Um, so I, I'm not going to say what the third one is, but I have, I have a copy of Dead Space. I have, I have a physical copy of Dead Space, and I have a digital copy of Starfield, and it was the super fancy edition, which were obviously what four days away from and i'm i'm in I'm, I'm fucking torn man i didn't want to be the guy who says i've got three gifts i'm going to play all three of them well i think this is very much similar to that dying light two episode that i was talking about although you have it you're choosing not to play it so that's not breaking any rules you might have it to hand you could keep it i'm sure you'll be playing starfield anyway until january the first so go with that what what I think I'm I'm gonna do, um, so I I'm gonna do Uncharted Four next, um, sort of keeping up with the the PlayStation thing, um, and then that leaves me with a single game on PlayStation that I've not finished, 
from a pile. Um, what? No, two, sorry. I've got Days Gone, which is almost done, and Bloodborne, which I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to fucking finish. So I, do, I don't know. Um, I do want to do Dead Space 2. That was one of the ones on my list that I always want to finish or start. Because I've done... I played the original Dead Space. Um, I've played Dead Space 3 because that was co-op, but I skipped 2. So I did have that as one of my ones for this year. So I think I'll do that first before I even think about busting the cellophane on this boy. Um, there's just the toss-up with Starfield and something else. And the final question we got for you, Dave, now that we're three quarters of the way through our challenge, have you got any tips to get us through the last final stretch? Make use of your gifts. Get the Ross. Honestly, just go through your pile and just, just keep playing them. Just chuck them out if you're not interested in them. Doesn't matter. Bin them off. Play something else. You'll find something that hooks you in. Honestly, we've all got so many games. You you never have time in your life to get through them all anyway. So just just play what you got. This this play some just fucking play games, Simon. Yeah, that's the that's the tip. Play a fucking game. What you need to do, Sai, is just play a load of random Dave shit. <laughs> Dave shit. <laughs> that, that that's what I keep saying to Sai though. Join in on a Friday night. Just figure out what the fuck we're playing. Join in, and that that will kick that will kickstart something. It will. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You said, you said last week that you were worried about like um, doing badly on something. We do badly every week. It doesn't matter <laughs> at all. Badly, so very badly. Yeah, anyway, to, to answer your question, don't worry about the new games. It doesn't matter. They'll still be there at the end of the year. They'll be cheaper. Just just plow through and see what see what takes your fancy don't worry about it let's move swiftly on uh we got more questions some quack called dave southall's asked us purses are tight in today's climate so what game that you paid money for has given you the best bang for why am i asking this question dave you're fucking here so purses are tight in today's climate so what game that you paid actual money for has given you the best bang for buck of all time I, I can answer this first off The Division, we played the shit out of that game, although it was a triple A title, it wasn't that expensive for the amount of time we played it easily bang for your buck in every way Mine's, mine's Borderlands 2, hundreds of hours I didn't pay for Borderlands 2 that was a present from uh, my mate Dave but uh, mine I'm going to, I think goes back to a, a previous recording um, SOCOM 2 um, no, just just on pure hours to to pound ratio. Um, I, I had well over two thousand hours on SOCOM for, I think it was like a fifty quid buy-in with a game and the headset at the time. And if it wasn't for SOCOM, I wouldn't be speaking to you chaps today. Okay, I'm gonna throw it up completely. Bang for buck, the game cost me one ninety nine, and I sunk so many hours of my young life into Manic Miner on the Commodore sixty four. Spent so many hours playing that game. And I think I wore the tape out at one point and had to buy it again. I sunk quite a lot of hours. The first year we did this, I sunk over 100 hours into Skyrim. And I didn't get past the... But I didn't get past the second quest. God. Simon, I, what are you doing? I, I, I was I, I will explain this on the previous episode. I was just, I went into a loop of crafting 
Oh, I've never done. I, I hate crafting in everything. I try not oh, to do I, it ever. This is before I realised this because it's like, oh, I'll get, I'll do my crafting. I'll get my armor up, and I'll get this up, and I'll get my sneak up. I was a hundred sneak before I'd hit the first village. Um, because literally I snuck from where you escaped right round the loop. Sorry, let let me give you some advice on this, right? I used to be like that. I used to think I've got to get as high as I can in everything. No, play games the opposite way. Try and do everything as low as you can, what you can get away with, and I can guarantee you will have way more fun on everything trying (laughs) to get through. Well, this is my point. It doesn't work on Skyrim. Because everything levels up with you, but yeah, that's I had spent quite a lot of hours and did very fucking little. And it's I don't know if that's a bang for buck thing. I spent a lot of time, so money time wise, I got a lot of worth out of it. But actual completion of the game, not a fucking lot. So what have we missed and what's coming out soon? Let's combine those two because we are cracking on with the show. Sam, but. The Amigo Party Central on the Switch. That, that sounds like a Dave game. That does sound like a Dave I, game. I, I played uh, played the original Samba Amigo uh, with the maracas and everything on the Dreamcast a, a great deal of times. I was going to ask, was that the maraca game? I actually had a look at that. It looks, looks, looks pretty awful because it's got all that newfangled music and I'm now 50 years old. So, yeah, it's and a also no maracas. Um, sea of Stars gets released in two days' time from when we're recording this. That looks absolutely phenomenal. Looks brilliant. It's just a uh, you know a modern day JRPG. Can you even say JRPG? Is that uh, is that rude to say these days? It's a genre. Are you supposed to say a Japanese RPG now? Aerospace Two's next. That's something. It's on something. It's on games. That's already game. on Game Pass. That that was out on Game Pass on PC a while ago. Uh, that's now on Xbox. Uh, it's very good. Ah, so it's just been added to the all of the Game Passes then. Um, Starfield Early Access is coming on the first of September for Ross. Baldur's Gate Three. That, that's oh, a I might have bought that as well. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it must have been PC then if you bought it. That's, yeah. that's been out for a while, hasn't it, on something? No, it's only just come out. It's been in early access for a long time. Uh, if you like, if you're a fan of creative gameplay and or like pen and paper style RPGs, get it because you can do ludicrous amounts of crazy things that you wouldn't really think a game would let you do. You can do it. It's great. It's like having a generous games master for you playing. Every one of these games, Dave, you're saying we should get it. You've, have you realised we're on this fucking challenge where we can't get it? Exactly. I'm trying to make you cry, damn it. How long did you spend on the penis slider on Baldur's Gate? You've actually got a choice of penises, <laughs> not just a slider. Did you know this? You can actually pick penises. That you have. <laughs> it's it's awful. So you cut or uncut? I went for mid-table, to be honest. You know, In a Wolves fan, I'm, that's what I'm used to. Oh, there's such a good comment about going down, but we'll leave that as... Uh, next up, we got Rugby 24. Didn't play the other 23 of them, so we'll skip that one. Super Bomberman R2. We played that on... Uh, well, the online version Friday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they killed the game after a bought season pass so everyone else could play. In fact, I organised a community night for that. We had about 20-odd players in at one yeah. point. That was good fun. Yeah, but I don't know whether it's the same thing. Bomberman R and Bomberman R online. Who knows? Next up is the Crew Motorfest. 
on it's the seven. Forza Horizon. It's not Forza Horizon. Yeah, that's it. It's it's on the Xbox as well. I was going to say is that Sony's bit version of Forza Horizon. I but... think the crew is Ubisoft, isn't it? Yeah, Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one that why Ross is I'm in an iron about using his Joker for Starfield. That is because we've also got on the 15th of September, Baby Sharks Sing and Swim Party. This has got Gav and Gamer Score written all <laughs> over it. Does, it. The things they will do with Microsoft reward points. Um, now, this one I am quite interested in. I, I did do under the radar. We mentioned it a couple of months ago when we watched Dragonlance and that was Lies of P. I played the demo and it basically is Bloodborne. So there you go. It's Bloodborne. <laughs> Nokio does Bloodborne. We've reverted back because we're doing Mortal Kombat 1 in a couple of weeks' time. I would definitely like this, but I'm not going to get it because I've still got the last, what was it, Mortal Kombat 11? I've still got to get through the story mode of that, and I haven't, and Street Fighter 6 exists, so, you know. <laughs> However, have you seen Have you seen the extra characters for this? You've got Peacemaker, Homelander, yeah, a, and a, uh, is yeah. it Amiga Man? What's his name now? I forgot. Like invisible. Invincible. Yeah. Invincible. Yeah. Invincible. That guy. G G G. It's a DLC fest then. I it's the fact they've announced all the DLC characters before the fucking games that still boils my piss. Like, it's yeah. like yeah, buy a, buy the game and then give us more money for the other characters. Yeah. Although, would would like will not buy full price if it goes cheap, as they always do. Uh next up we got Hellsweeper VR. Hellsweeper. Hell Sweeper? Hell's Weeper? It's a, a cleaner in hell. It just sweeps all the ash away. Aye. Ass. Well, until the, the Oculus Quest 3 comes out, no VR for me. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was expecting an announcement for this year for that, but... Oh, Christmas is coming. Disappear? Christmas is coming. It'll be done before Christmas, surely. It doesn't, doesn't account if I buy it because it's for my laddie. I'll not play it until January. I want one just so I can set up an emulator and I can basically walk around an arcade on a Friday night. <laughs> you can do wanna... that on a Quest One. I haven't got one of those though, have I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got that, a P- that... I've got a PSVR and that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can pick up. A, I'm sure you can pick up a Quest. The original Quest is starting to like not be supported, so like all the titles are like if you've got what you've got now is that's it. You're not getting any new updates, but it still works. But I tend to use it just to plug into the PC. So if you went on eBay, you'd probably pick up one for like dirt cheap nah, now. I'm gonna get a new fancy one new, when it comes new out. And fancy screens and yeah. I want I, I want people keep talking about playing Among Us in VR. I think that'll be a good crack. There's a there's a game that we've played a couple of times. It's called Demio Demio, and it's basically like an old school RPG, roll your dice, move your characters, and you can play that in in uh, VR, so you pick up movie characters. We've been, I mean, a couple of us just played it on normal screens. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to play that properly. Does does stuff like that let you like say, because I think it's you, Neil, Monty, and Monty someone. Did. Um, could you like play that in VR and then play normal, or would everybody yeah. play it in VR? Yeah, you can. Next up, we have Payday Free. And uh, released on September 21st. Is that on Game Pass? 
I think that'll be a great laugh because Payday 2 was janky as hell, but it was really good fun. It's like Left 4 Dead with criminals with objectives, co-op, good fun. And golden shit. Uh, next up's the Cyberpunk 2077 expansion, The Phantom Liberty. That looks really good. Really well, won't pick it up immediately, but uh, I think Ross is the only one who's finished Cyberpunk. Finished, rinsed. Full gamer score. Urgh. I can't remember where I am each time, so it's just like waking up as a drunk in that city. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm just basically playing a tramp. Oh, I mean... Is that not is that not how the game starts anyway? You've not got a fucking clue who you are. Yeah, I'm just role playing, just fully role playing. And next up, we have what my boy has finally forgiven EA for for the last couple of months because he just dropped ninety quid of his own pennies on EA FC. How much? Ninety fucking quid. Do you not pay that much if you want to play the ultimate team version, which then requires you to spend ungodly amounts of money on packs? Well, basically, the EAFC Ultimate Edition was $89.99. You get a load of shit that you can't trade when you get the game. You get a week's early access, which is fuck all. Um, But you also get 4,600 FIFA points so you can buy packs, which was... I worked at the price of the... FIFA coins and it would have been about 30 quid so it's like okay so technically you're buying you're pre-ordering your first lot of FIFA coins and you're getting a load of extra shit you can't trade I'll I'll be honest I'm pretty sure that my rewards points are going to go on this only only this really basic version is it cross play though because they were talking about it when it was FIFA it's fully cross play this one so it's like it doesn't matter if the your uh, your Xbox, your PlayStation, or your PC. You, you can, can even play on the Switch. They've done an actual Switch version this time, and not called it the Legacy. Leg- well, there's no fucking Legacy, is there? This time, exactly. But this is the base, obviously, for the next five years. That's what you're getting on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No updates necessary on the Switch. Um, oh, that's interesting. I- I could probably, I would like to play it on the PC. And next up, I've never heard of this one, Robocop Rogue City. Oh, this looks good. I like the look of this. <laughs> it looks janky as hell, but you know. For <laughs> yeah. those of us of a certain age, we just want to be Robocop. I've spent many 50ps in the arcade playing the arcade version of Robocop. I have not spent those 50ps, but I have played a lot of <laughs> that arcade game. I mean, I'm thinking back to the Amiga version. The sideways scroller. Oh. That was the arcade, wasn't it? The, the the Amiga was the arcade port. Yeah, it was a conversion of the arcade game. Yeah, unbelievably, the Spectrum version was really good at that. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this has got that certain amount of jankiness that was like something like Ross. I think you've played Terminator. Is it Terminator Salvation? Is it? Uh, I've played. I think I have played Salvation, but is it no the same people that done Resistance? That's that's sorry, Resistance. That's the one I'm thinking about. Um, it might not be the same devs, but I think that's what it's been compared to. That's getting a a, a revamp, by the way. You, there's going to be a new next gen super duper version of that. So if you've got that game, you get upgraded automatically to it. You have no, no choice. That 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 I that I approve of. It's when they try and sell you it for seventy quid. No, it's basically because they did. They released a lot, a ton of DLC on the PS5 version, uh, and they moaned so much the fans that they went, "Okay, well, ego, you, you can have it all for nothing on the Xbox." Yeah, two two legendary franchises there. I think, like I said, those of us of a certain age, 
we have an irresistible pull towards them. Uh, that's everything. That's us. That's the month done. That just leaves us to do the domestics. Um, and as you're the uh, the guest here, I'll leave that for you, Mr. Southall. Is this, is this revenge for me for getting you to do it on the blob? Or Fucking right it is. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> now, I haven't, well, I haven't got the notes in front of me, so I'm going to make it up. There is a Facebook group which you've probably found us already from there. There is a YouTube channel. I don't, I don't know the address. Just search for Year of Shame Challenge. There is a Discord uh, for Midlife Gamer. You can find us on there. Again, no idea how to find it. Oh, well. Uh, just, yeah, just type things into your local search engine. Could be Bing. Could be using Bing AI. Could be Bard. Could be anything. That's how you find us. Thanks, Internet. Thank you very much, Dave. All I was going to say, Dave, is uh, thanks very much for joining us this month. It's actually it's been really nice to have a fourth person here. No, I don't think we've got anything else to say. Right. That's us for the month. We'll see you next month. And say bye, gents. Bye, bye gents. <laughs> Cheers, all. Well, this is the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you didn't, tough titties. Baby shark doo 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 doo.